You've got to shoot this bit, Margaret. You've got to shoot it. So welcome to this week's special edition of the Wow Podcast. I'm here with my co-host Rob Stewart and we're here to talk about one of those ski resorts that even you might not have heard of, Rob. Imagine that, a ski resort <laughs> you haven't heard of. Yeah, actually, you know what? It's, it wasn't one on my radar, I've got to admit. <laughs> not one. somewhere you've been. Not somewhere I've been and also not one that I really knew about or I may have heard of it somewhere, but you know, certainly not something, not a name that pops up a lot. No, Even absolutely. In my geeky world of ski resort research. Well, so this week we're going to be talking about an absolute, genuine French hidden gem called Les Sept Lux. L A U X. We'll put that in the notes. It's celebrating 50 years since it opened, and why that should be the top of one of your ski list trips, Rob. Yeah, Les Sept Lux. Um, you're right. You know, I haven't been there, but I've certainly heard of it. More importantly, I like the sound of it too. So, Don, we'll throw in some questions your way. Let's find out who La Setlo is good for, what the destination is best for, and also how to get there. And I must admit, I've been checking out the resort website sneakily. You know, when I saw the topic for this podcast, yeah, and it does look, it does look really interesting. It is absolutely. But first, right, where exactly is La Setlo? So it's um, it's pretty close to Grenoble, uh, Grenoble, if you like, uh, just up in the Beldon mountain range in uh, the Dauphine Alps. So you could drive into the city of Grenoble and it's 30 to 40 minutes uh, traffic permitting. And the airport is just over about an hour away. So uh, yeah, you could do that too. Uh, Chambry, 50 kilometers away. So that's a really nice option if you're flying in or if you're like me and you drive down, you could drive down from Calais. You're looking at about eight, eight and a half hours. So it's actually pretty well, you know, nice mm. and convenient, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. And and could you get the train there as well? Because it's yeah. close to Grenoble. Yeah, exactly. So I checked out a recent train map with Dan Elkin from Snow Carbon. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know that I know that collaboration with um France Montan. That's it. Yeah. So the train would be London, Paris. Lyon, Grenoble, and then a taxi or a bus up there. So yeah, actually the train ride down is pretty good. So being nice and close to Grenoble, it makes it nice and easy for everybody. And, and to be honest with you, I love that train ride down. And obviously you could do a little stop over on the way down if you wanted to do that. So yeah. really nice way to do it. Actually, I, I quite like the idea of stopping over for the night in Lyon, a bit different, and then sort of pottering down the next day. That would be quite a good trip. Great little town, lovely on, really nice. So yeah, it's well worth doing that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so there, so there we are with the location. Let's let's start with the skiing though. What's it like? Um, how much is there, and who would it suit? Well, you know, it's easy to think if you haven't heard of it, then it's not going to be big. But actually, it's pretty impressive, especially you know for a place that not many people know about 120 kilometers of ski run they link up three separate villages there's about 22 ski lifts mostly chairs and some drag lifts than the gondola too about 90 percent of the lifts are about 10 years old or newer so pretty nice and within that 120 kilometers there's 45 individual trails that include green blue red and black so genuinely there's something for every level of skier and snowboarder so actually it's pretty damn impressive for somewhere that maybe people haven't heard of it is mostly blues and reds, but there are half a dozen seven black runs, so pretty significant. And it has the largest free ride area in the region, including the Vallon du Prat trail, which is basically a marked off-piece route. So pretty damn yeah, good. That one. Yeah, I noticed on the website that the free ride sector was uh, a big talking point, and it mentions a lot of ski touring as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's some well-known itineraries and even a special pass that allows you to take certain lifts back after a tour. 
So it's a very, very pretty area, very scenic. On one side, you've got views of Les Bourges, a UNESCO geopark, the mountains yeah. of La Chartreuse, where the famous drink comes from, as you know. And then on clear days, you can even see right over to Mont Blanc in the other direction. So yeah, pretty spectacular. Yeah, right. I, know, I, I do know that area is absolutely incredible scenery around there. Okay, so interesting free ride terrain. I'm, I'm liking the sound of this already. A dedicated free ride zone. So it yeah. sounds like a pretty serious ski area then. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, it's worth saying the free ride terrain isn't necessarily super challenging. It would be a good place to learn and hone your off-piece skills right. with the right instructor or guide, of course. Mm -hmm. There's several areas, including the Combe de Bedina, the, the Combe de la Jasse, or Yas, I'm sure they say, and Les Faucons and Le Pas de Chien. Must be something to do with the dog, I guess. Um, yes. So there, you know, there's a, there's a, <laughs> yeah. So there's a, yeah, there is a, there's a chunk of areas for sure. Yeah, they take it pretty seriously then. Yeah, I've just pulled this up actually on their website. This is what they say about freeride skiing. They say it's a little bit of franglais in here. So on the Plain A side, the Pra Valley will make converts of freeride specialists. This space along the Black Hill is surely one of the most fabulous of the whole area, offering a sumptuous view of Beldon and Haute Breda Valley. Uh, the practice of free ride is done in the Combe de Bedina and some couloirs that we owe to a renowned free rider, Dennis Ray, which are the favourite courses of free riders. So there's my bit of broken uh, franglais there. Uh, but you get the idea of what they're saying. Okay, so I'm, I'm key. I'm key. You like it. I like the sound. Of, I like the sound of that. But what about, you know, for everyone else? Yeah, of course. Uh, or, or those that don't want to do the free riding side. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So on the other side of the ski snowboard spectrum, if you like, it is, um, it's got its own snow park, uh, one in France's most highly rated, apparently, and located up at 1900 meters with its own lift to allow quick returns to the top. So obviously, as you know, you run down through a park, what the park rats want if they want to get straight back up and do it again. <laughs> Yeah. So it does have its own lift, which is great. Okay. Uh, the park has four sectors for different abil uh, uh, abilities, including border cross two. So yeah, pretty cool. Could even okay. get Emily out there. And it is also worth mentioning the beginner's terrain because it is extensive and separate from the main ski area. And then there's a nice progression on to green runs after that. So the majority of runs are blue and red. So we are talking about all this free ride terrain, which is all very nice. But at the end of the day, it is a beginner and intermediate paradise there that actually they're the people who get the best deal to be honest so there's a fairly new area called the squirrels route for kids too you know those sort of runs that you run down through the woods and you're bashing the things and you're ringing the bell and poking the squirrel in the eye and all that sort of stuff you know what i mean oh yeah yeah i do i'm actually I quite like those myself <laughs> they're always <laughs> fun i can see that rob anyway it looks like a great little area to, to learn to ski or snowboard and you know you can get all the ski schools as well so there's the esf okay. of course Ecole de ski francais and you also get the esi pro 7 school that also offers freestyle and freeride lessons there's a dedica dedicated snowboard school called slash and another called easy riders and they also they've got english speaking instructors so yeah pretty good offering on the ski instruction okay. front too yeah that sounds good i must say my daughter learned to ski mostly with the esf in france and we only ever had good experiences with them i mean back in the day i worked with and alongside esf instructors they were super professional so for kids oh, yeah. especially it's great yeah um right what about the snow record yeah pretty good i mean you know it is actually pretty high i mean the lowest village is 1350 but it goes up to 2400 meters which might not seem huge but that's more than a thousand meter vertical and with its location they get good snowfall through the winter and well into spring to be honest and a lot of the slopes are northwesterly facing so they hold the snow pretty well so yeah not sure why this place hasn't hit our radar before <laughs> yeah i mean you know you ask who the skiing is for i mean it sounds like it could actually be for everyone basically yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. Certainly families can get a lot from this area, especially families with skiing abilities at pretty much every level. It gen genuinely caters for skiers and snowboarders from complete beginners right up to experts and everything in between. So for a resort, a resort of this size, uh, it's pretty much got everything packed in, to be honest with you. Okay, okay great. So what about the actual villages then? What are, what are they like, Don? Yeah, so the, ma the main village is uh, Praputel. Uh, it's okay. where most of the accommodation and facilities are. It's mostly self-catered accommodation, and there's a good choice of both sort of lower-priced and higher-end places to stay in. And it's pretty easy to walk around the area. It's not tiny in any sense, but it's not like a massive town either. So right. it does have that sort of purpose-built feel, but in quite a nice way. And the views across the valley are pretty epic, to be honest with you, Rob. There's also supermarkets, selection of restaurants. Uh, it's not the kind of resort that you're going to see sort of super highly inflated prices in. So that's also a big draw, especially for me. Lots of locals come right. here. And, uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess I sort of place where, yeah, it isn't a lot of locals from Grenoble coming up on weekends and, and you know, they're not going to inflate prices. So yeah, exactly. The case. Yeah, so you're, gonna, you're probably going to experience quite softened prices and quite good value um over and above some of the sort of more well-known resorts in france and off the slopes there's an all-year-round mountain coaster you know like a toboggan on tracks pedestrian chairlift for non-skiers pretty useful and dog sled rides too lots of things yeah. for kids to try in the adventure park so actually it's pretty nice um the more i talk about it the more i'm likely to try and get out there this season to go and uh, to go and explore more okay all right yep it's sounding good it's building into quite a nice picture for me yeah but what about the apre dom what about the apre what's it like <laughs> so it's never going to be the big party town <laughs> it's never going to be the big party town but certainly on the weekends when it's busier because uh, I can tell you during the week, it's normally pretty quiet on the slope. So that's a massive bonus as well, yeah. especially with some people who maybe want to gain a bit of confidence or have lost some confidence over the years. But um, maybe with the exception of the French holiday weeks, there's a bit of apre right. to be enjoyed. There's a few little bars. You're probably not going to get people dancing on tables in their snow boots, Rob. Yeah. OK, so it does sound like a great family place, uh, especially with sort of older kids, too. Uh, yeah. There's, you know, the park and plus beginners. Yeah. All those green runs. And also those looking for a bit of adventure on the free ride side too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's perfect if you've got, you know, sort of youngsters that are just learning to ski and then you've got a couple that maybe one of them wants to go off and do a bit of free ride and the other one wants to get a bit more experience or maybe get a lesson. Yep. Yeah, it really does sound like an area where pretty much everybody can do a bit of something, you know? Yeah. Okay, a few more quick fire questions for you, Dom, just to test your knowledge, which seems pretty good so far. But Okay, go. I'll do my best. <laughs> Why is it called Le Set Le ah, Seven Le? Le Set Le. Okay, easy. Although there's a few local variations on the story, it was founded in the 1960s, 70s by a group formed of seven communes in the area. So it was oh, called right. Le Set Le. Seven communes. Yep. Very easy. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, where do I go for a pint when I'm there? Okay. I'm not that I want to forget about the skiing, but it's like my second <laughs> question, but you know. I'm going to go for a nice beer. <laughs> Try um, Obar Boo. Or BU, okay. Obar Boo. So that's the place Obar to go Boo. for a decent pint. Yeah, Sounds Obar like Boo. a fun place to hang out. Um, okay. <laughs> and then three, what about a bit of Tartaflette then? Where am I going to go for that? Yeah, there's a few good spots um, for that, Rob. Um, but Le, Le Rocher Blanc is a good bet okay. for all that uh, traditional Alpine fare. For sure, that is probably a top choice. Really, really nice. Great food. Your real proper Tartaflette. I, I think I'm going to have to go, Rob. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to shoot off. 
I you've obviously done your homework, uh, Dom. So you, your knowledge, I mean, you passed the test there. I do like the sound of this place. I reckon it would be spot on for a sort of great family ski holiday to start with. So how do I, or anybody else that might be listening to this, book up a week in Le Set Law? All right. Good question. So I have to fess up here. Um, I have to fess up that I was put onto this place by our friends at Peak Retreats, um, who I have traveled with multiple times, and they feature it in self-catered apartments. So they do have fully ski in, ski out, and so super convenient. One is just more facilities. It has an indoor pool and a restaurant and all that sort of stuff. Nice accommodation, not super flashy, but smart. And then there's the choice of eating in and out. Remember here, we're not talking crazy prices. So actually, they've actually done it to me before peak retreats they bring something onto my radar they make me want to go and then they uh and then they take some money off me to send me there so yeah it's they, pretty they reel you in yeah they reel me in you know peak retreats they've been organizing holidays in the french house for over 20 years so they're super experienced these guys are really really knowledgeable what about um what about prices have you got any actual prices for a holiday yeah absolutely i checked that out before today so for a family of four you're looking at a starting price of around about sort of 1500 pound for the whole apartment for a week and that includes a return euro tunnel fare that's obviously going to go up a bit on the peak season dates but possibly around double that i mean if you're going to head out during half term but yeah pretty good value yeah it's good value especially if when you get into resort you're finding the price is softened on you know Mm. bottle of wine or a beer or a pizza or spaghetti whatever the kids are going to want or you know if you're going to dine out if you can have tartar flat and that sort of thing if the prices are softened that could end up quite a good value for money holiday i mean let's face it pretty sensible for a family ski holiday to go to somewhere that i mean we all love the big french resorts as well right they're, they're amazing destinations yeah but um but actually when you do go to these uh places that aren't let's just say as as famous as some of those other days <sighs> pr- prices are are noticeably softer and i, I don't think anyone would uh argue with that really no, i don't think absolutely. anyone would argue with that yeah so, so how do we actually go about booking a holiday in Setlo with Peak Retreats then? That's where Peak Retreats make it really easy. You can go to the head to their website at peakretreats.co.uk or you can call them on 02392-839-310. So French Alps specialists, they've been organising holidays in the French Alps for over 20 years. So they're super experienced. These guys are really, really knowledgeable multiple awards that they get year on year and they're abs are bonded so really can't go wrong these guys are they're very good at bringing to the attention of british skiers some of these absolute gems that maybe wouldn't hit our radar in the first place so and that's that's really nice sometimes you you know sometimes you do want something just a bit different don't you yeah thanks Tom. i mean we do know them uh, very well don't we and and you know the, the thing is they also happen to be very nice people too <laughs> i would say <laughs> Which well i guess you know in this industry we're surrounded by really nice people but i think when they can talk to you about something True. that's a bit different that's always makes the conversation that much more interesting when they came to me with lucet low and i'm looking thinking either i'm really stupid and i don't know this place and i should know it do i have hmm. to brag it and pretend or is it genuinely a place that maybe not that many people have heard of and that was the case and you know yeah it's great I agree. really nice people um and it's great having this special edition of the Whiteout podcast um, to discover Les Set Low. Maybe we should have kept it as our little secret. Maybe we won't publish this episode so nobody else gets to find out. <laughs> this is the thing, isn't it, Tom? And I'm sure it's a fabulous little place that many people could go and enjoy and enjoy sort of slightly softer prices, a really nice ski area that could suit all sorts of people and somewhere a bit different to tell your friends about, you know? Absolutely. I totally agree. And, you know, tasked in life with visiting as many ski resorts as possible, 
yeah life's work it's now time for me to discover Lisette Lowe too I think um so what about next time from Lisette Lowe then Dom from Lisette Lowe the podcast the next time let's do it from the Lisette Lowe so yeah big shout out for Peak Retreats thank you for furnishing with so much information we're very much looking forward to visiting this season and uh, don't forget listener to hit subscribe so that you get the latest podcast as and when it drops in and uh and do leave us a review because those reviews really do help other people find our podcast. In the meantime, we wish you happy skiing. And until next week, when we'll have our usual podcast episode, Rob, have a good ski next week. Yeah. See you soon, Dom. Cheers, Cheers Rob. Bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Man, no, talkie-walkie. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's called a walkie-talkie, mate.